Good morning and welcome to episode 14 of We The Daring Podcast. This is the podcast for the mummers, the lovers, the mumpreneurs and you. Whoever you are out there listening to this, this is your calling to be more daring. So sit down, listen and relish in this moment just for you. Good morning, beautiful mamas. So today I'm going to record a really special podcast for you that's kind of been in the works for the last couple of months. This one is Conscious Dating, How to Honour Yourself While Dating. I wanted to share this with you because so many of you have been reaching out since I've been in the dating game and asking me, how do you date successfully? How are you dating from a place of strength? And how are you honouring yourself, I suppose, while you're dating? And look, it isn't easy. It's been a bit of a learned topic for me. Um, I haven't got here easily. I've definitely had trials and errors that I've had to work through in order to get to a place of consciously dating. And honoring myself while dating has definitely not come naturally. So I wanted to save you guys the, I guess, heartache and the trials and errors yourself and talk about it with you today. So when I was dating in the past, I kind of noticed that I had a bit of a pattern. I would date someone, something would come up. It would, as I've heard Lacey Phillips discuss it, I guess I would trauma bond with men. I didn't know that I was doing this at the time. I was very unconsciously dating, I guess you could say. I was flailing around dating men just because they were beautiful or because they, I guess, ticked a few of my boxes, but not all of them or because they just seemed to fit in my life at that point. But I really wasn't looking towards the future. I didn't date with purpose. I really didn't know what direction I was going in within my own life. So I was meeting men that mirrored a lot of my traumas and a lot of where I was at within my own life. And that's because I still had a lot of work to do. Now, before we dive in and we talk about what you can do to do the work, to get yourself ready to consciously date, whether you're sitting there thinking, I'm going to save this episode because I'm actually not ready to consciously date at the moment, or you're thinking, yes, this is the episode for me. I'm ready to jump in. I'm ready to do the work. I'm ready to meet that amazing person. So I'm no expert on dating. I have spent a lot of my life flailing around, not really taking it seriously. I really valued other things over dating. And I guess, like I said before, I was trauma bonding without even realizing that that was something that I was doing. And I just kind of, I just kind of didn't really take it seriously. So now that I have a daughter and now that I have uh, this big, busy, fulfilled life, I would love to share it with someone just as I think anyone would out there. But I know that I've had to do a lot of work to get myself ready for that because when I delved deeper and I looked at my relationships from the past and I saw my patterns, which let me tell you, when you see a pattern, especially a relationship pattern, it's fucking confronting. It is so confronting. And when it kind of hits you and you realize that it's a bit of a light bulb moment, you're like, oh, wow, that was me. Or, oh, wow, I created that for myself. Or, oh, there's the lesson. It keeps repeating itself. When you realize that it is a really, it's kind of a yeah, a light bulb moment. That's all I can really describe it as. So before we dive into what you need to do to do the work, I just wanted to kind of catch you guys up because I have been a little bit absent on my podcast lately. Um, I've had a few little voice messages on here on when the next episode's going to be out. Uh, thank you so much for those. It's always nice to feel like people are resonating with your work. Obviously, when you do a podcast, you don't get paid for it. I don't put paid ads on here. 
And I just do this simply for the love of it because I believe in giving out that beautiful free content and I believe it's going to make a difference. Um, And that's why I do it. But in my personal life, if you follow me on Instagram, you would know that my mom, uh, my beautiful mom is currently battling cancer. Um, She's going through chemotherapy at the moment and look, it's taking its toll on my whole family. And, um, it's really required me to kind of step back and to step forward into helping and to dig into parts of myself that I didn't even realize that I had, I needed to access during this time. So that's kind of where I've been, but today I've sat down, I've got a moment of quietness and I had a little moment in my brain go off saying, ding, ding, you've actually got to finish that conscious dating podcast. So here I am because, I've had a lot of DMs from you guys. Um, A lot of my audience here comes from Instagram and I've had a lot of DMs saying, we've seen that you've met this beautiful man in your life and we want to know more and how do we get to that stage? And I'm dating at the moment, but I feel like I'm not in the right mindset and I want to know how to date better. I want to know how to date from a place of strength. And look, I've, my DMs have been flooding about this topic. So it is something that I need to give some space and some time to today um, and to sit down and just be present with you guys. So here I am. Anyway, so I want to dive into doing the work because before you can get to a place where you can consciously date, you need to have done the work within yourself so that you are dating from a place of strength, so that you are dating from a place of knowing what you bring to the table, what you can offer someone, what you can actually put out there into the universe because it's going to mirror back to you. Whatever you are giving out in a dating way, that's what you're going to receive. So first things first, what you need to do in my, in my belief anyway, and from what I've read and listened to and heard on other podcasts and taken away from books and things like that is, are you even ready to date? How do you know if you are ready to date? That's been a common question that the single mamas and even a few of the dads have been asking me on the gram is, hang on a sec, how do I even know if I'm ready to date? Or I don't have the time. Where do I make the time to date? It comes with a why. So you've got to find your why. If you're asking yourself, you know, am I ready to date or I want to date because I'm lonely or because my friends just met someone and now I don't have that person to go out with and be sociable with, or I want to date because this or that or whatever it is. If the reason is not a good enough reason for you, then don't date. If it's simply because my friend, you know, Sarah or whatever, um, just throwing a name out there for the sake of it she's met someone and she's no longer available for coffee dates or I'm lonely or because, um, you know, being a single mum is hard. I find that a lot of single mothers will go and date someone because single mum life is hard. And then they come to me and they say, I've dated the wrong guy and now I'm in a fucking pickle. What do I do? Don't date someone from a place that isn't going to serve you in the long run. You have to genuinely think to yourself, you know what? I know what I fucking bring to the table and I would love to share my life with someone because what I have created for myself is fucking awesome and I want that. I want to share it with someone. I want to create and continue to build a life with someone. So I think with me, find out your why. How do you know if you're ready to date? Sit down The next thing that you want to do is unpack your fucking baggage. 
so many women just go from relationship to relationship. Men do it too. You know how you've got that friend and they're a relationship person and they'll get out of one relationship and then the next week they're in another one and then that doesn't work out and a few months later they're in another one and then never stopping to ask themselves, what the fuck, what am I doing? What's my, am I trauma bonding? What's my lesson? What's the repeating pattern in this? They're just quickly moving on because they can't face being alone because being alone is hard. Being alone is leading to silence. It's leading to you having that uncomfortableness sometimes. You've got to be able to sit in your uncomfortable state. You've got to be able to unpack that fucking baggage. It might be ugly. It might leave you in tears. It might leave you coming to some really fucking hardcore realizations about yourself that you don't fucking like. This is what is going to happen. So I think for me, I'm going to give you guys an example of in my own life. After Eva's dad, I was pretty pissed off. I was upset. I was hurt. I was in a victim state. I was like, you know, it's all him. It's got nothing to do with me. It wasn't until I sat down and unpacked my baggage that I realized he was just as hurt as I was. It was also me. It, it was a recurring pattern for me in relationships that had occurred again, that had contributed to the relationship breaking down. I had to sit and unpack that baggage so that I didn't repeat the process, so that the pattern didn't repeat again for me because the thought of that repeating again was actually fucking terrifying to me. I wanted to learn the lesson. I was like, I'm done with heartbreak. I'm done with feeling sad. I'm done with things not working out because I'm not being self-aware enough to work on my shit. I want things to work out. I want to show my daughter what a good, happy, healthy, and wholesome relationship is. And she has been my why through my dating. And if I think for a second, you know what, this man is not someone that I would want my daughter dating or that I would want my daughter to role model herself off or that I would feel comfortable having around her, I simply end it. I don't date them. I don't go on a second date. I don't go on a third date. I don't continue on. So what baggage, if you're out there listening and you're thinking, oh, I've never unpacked my baggage or shivers, you know, what's trauma bonding? Have a Google, Google what trauma bonding is. Have, a, have open your horizons to new things that could actually help you work through your shit that you need to work through. Because once you have unpacked your baggage, you're going to know what you bring to the table. And knowing what you bring to the table also includes knowing what faults you bring to the table. It's also included. That's what's included in it. It's knowing what you bring to the table in every aspect. It's knowing your strengths. It's knowing your weaknesses. It's knowing those moments of, you know, those moments in your life that you're not proud of. It's knowing that, you know what, I'm happy to share that with someone. That is a fault or that is a weakness or that is something that, you know, what's a little bit of a trigger. It's a bit of a hurt for me. It's feeling comfortable enough to be able to share that with someone because your strengths are going to outweigh your weaknesses and you know your shit. Now, when you know what you bring to the table in a dating sense, you are going to date from a place of strength. You are going to attract a man that is also going to be able to date from a place of strength. And you'll begin to see that the game changes. I'm going to take a little break and I'll be back with you in a minute. Hello again. Now that we have touched base on unpacking your baggage and knowing your shit and knowing what you bring to the table and Are you actually ready to begin consciously dating? I want to go through a little few things that I have read online while I have been researching for this uh, topic. And it says here, 
We are getting tired of wearing masks that hide our personalities to please others so as to avoid rejection. This is written by Sonia Samanti, a Hong Kong-based clinical hypnotherapist and life coach. She says that the new way of dating focuses more on awareness, hence why it's called conscious dating. Conscious dating is both refreshing and authentic because it is dating with a greater level of self-awareness, truthfulness, and integrity. The benefits of conscious dating are many. You get to be more comfortable with yourself and less influenced by others so that you can develop a greater connection with the person that you are dating. Ultimately, a deeply forged personal connection opens up many new positive avenues into a relationship, including productive conversations, mutual growth, and even better sex. When you are dating consciously, you are more aware of who you are, what you are looking for, and have enough self-confidence to say what is acceptable and what is not. Being more conscious in dating also allows you to recognize what makes you feel good and what triggers you while understanding that your date may not operate in the same way. This awareness makes a conscious person develop greater self-esteem and ability to take responsibility for their choices without feeling like a victim. Conscious dating requires a consistent commitment to be mindful and aware throughout your dating journey. One obvious benefit is that people who are consciously dating are more true to themselves, but can also be vulnerable without the fear of being judged. And they are able to confront issues instead of avoiding them. In some cases, this would mean a shorter courtship since both parties are able to say no to what they don't want and move closer to what they do. However, the difference between conscious and normal dating is relatively clear. Basically, the more aware and authentic you are, the more you are dating consciously. Normal dating now refers to times when you have had less clarity and your dating behavior is influenced by your conditioning, obligations, default behavior, decisions made from your past pain or rules of what should be. To get started, you need to get some inner work done, just as what we have just discussed. You have to overcome the fear of not fitting in if what you want is different from the normal in society. Ultimately, be ready to step out of your comfort zone. Even taking baby steps is fine. You have to accept that there is no universal right or wrong, that each person has a unique filter or perception based on their experiences. Be willing to work on your differences and not try to change your partner's mind. When you practice conscious dating, it makes a difference if both partners have made a choice to do it together. If one person is aware and conscious While the other chooses to be unaware, there's going to be a misalignment in values, which could result in a really dysfunctional relationship. Practicing conscious dating can also heal past issues and traumas because of your attitude and ability to take responsibility for you and your life. So this is on scmp.com. 10 tips for tools for conscious dating. One, be clear of what you want. Two, communicate with honesty and clarity. 
It does not need to be done in a harsh or rigid way. You can be considerate and yet firm about where you stand. Come from a space of mutual respect and be willing to listen and honour your partner's opinions, even if you disagree with them. Understand that relationships cannot complete you, but are a complement to your own journey of self-completion. When I read that, I was like, ding, 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 ding. That is just so fucking valid to me because so many people have said to me lately since I've been dating, you look so happy. It's so beautiful to see you happy. You're glowing. You're this, you're that. Now they're all beautiful compliments. And I thank you so much if you're one of those people who have reached out and said, I see your happiness now, but my happiness was always there. You may glow differently when you're dating and people may see that as you look how happy she is. But my happiness has always been there. It's come from myself. Now, here's the next point. Have the courage to say and hear the word no and treat it simply as feedback rather than associating it with rejection or failure. Accept being conscious is not a one-off decision, but a way of life. Operate as a responsible adult and understand that you are fully responsible for your own choices and consequences. Trust in the process that you will be okay in this journey, no matter what. Be in the moment and notice what's going on without evoking in the past or worrying about the future. Constantly ask yourself, if I were operating at a high level of consciousness right now, what would I do? Now I read that, um, I guess, blog post or, um, you know, the article, And I had so many moments where it resonated with me so deeply. So I hope what I have read out has really resonated with you too, that you now have a deeper understanding of what conscious dating actually is and that you know how to make it work for you and and what it actually means to consciously date. And obviously how to honor yourself while you're holding space for that other person as well, because Conscious dating for me really means just being in a place where you are super confident within yourself that even if it doesn't work out or you're noticing that that person is not in alignment with you or that some of your key values that you don't want to, I guess, negotiate on or compromise on, that you can actually say, you know what, you're just not the guy for me and that's okay. Or if someone says to you, you know what, that value that you have, it's actually a huge value of mine and it doesn't align with where I'm at, but I've enjoyed getting to know you and I wish you the best. Even if someone says to you that you really care about, I'm, you're just not the chick for me or you're not the girl for me, that you're able to kind of stand there and not have it rock your world. And it goes back to that, that point, um, that we said earlier that I I was like, ding, ding, ding. It goes back to that one where it says, understand that relationships cannot complete you, but are a complement to your own journey of self-completion. It goes back to that point. It's being at a point where you are so whole, where you are so understanding of what you bring to the table, where you are so confident within yourself and your flaws and your successes and what you can offer someone that even if that person walks away or even if you realize, hey, you know what, that's not the guy for me or that's not the girl for me, that you can actually say, you know what, I'm happy to move on because I know my person's out there and I know what I bring to the table. So that's also what it means to me is to be consciously dating is that you are doing it from such a wholesome place that even if it doesn't work out, that you have the ability and the confidence to say, you know what, no, 
I want this or I'm, that's a non-negotiable for me, so I'm going to move on and find someone else. As usual, before I leave you today, if you would like to leave a review or rating, please do so. It really helps this podcast to grow. It helps us to get up the charts for other people to see us, for other people to connect with our community. If you would like to follow me on Instagram, you can do so at Layla Steed, L-E-I-L-A-S-T-E-A-D. If you would like to send me an email, the link is in my bio. But I really look forward to connecting with you again. If you have any feedback, you can send me and you're listening on the Anchor app, which is how I record this beautiful podcast. You can actually send me a voice message. I've been getting all of them for, from all over the world and I love it. So I really thank you guys that have taken the time out to send me a voice message. I have listened. I have sent a few back to some of you and I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy lives to connect with me. But until next time, darling, be daring. So I hope today that you have found something within this podcast that has resonated with you, that has inspired new thinking. One of my most favorite things to do is to inspire women to stand in their fucking power, to be able to stand there and really know what they bring to table. They know what they offer. They're confident within themselves. They know what they are able to bring out of themselves to be the best version of themselves, to seek out the best versions of other people as well. So I think conscious dating for me has really been such a fucking game changer because as a mom, you really want to show your children what, if you're dating as a single mom, that is, if you're out there, you want to show your children that dating is fun, that it is amazing, that they can have confidence, that they can go forth in dating and really own the game. And I think that's all I want for my daughter is for her to see a happy, wholesome, beautiful relationship. And that has been my why. And I think dating as a mother, a lot of women say to me, no one's going to want me. I have this many children or I don't have any time now. And my time's totally consumed with motherhood. And that is a hundred percent true. Motherhood makes life busy. It also enriches us. It also gives us that no bullshit attitude. It also puts us in a position where we know what we can offer. We're comfortable with looking after ourselves. We're confident in looking after ourselves. It puts you in a good position, not a worse position. And I think that so many women that have come to me and they've said, you know, I don't have the time or my child's high needs or I've got two, three, four children and who's going to want to take that on? It's not who's going to want to take that on. It's who's worthy of taking that on. It's who is worthy of you. It's who is worthy of your beautiful children and spending time around them because that should be a fucking blessing to the right person. So I hope that today that you've taken something away from this. I hope that you realize what conscious dating is, how you can implement it in your own life and how that you can really take something away so that you can date from a place of strength and date from a wholesome place and a place that where you are complete and you're looking for someone to compliment you rather than complete you. It has really put me in a good situation now because I know what I bring to the table. I'm not seeking out the validation from a man. I, the only person I need validation from is me. Am I happy? Is my daughter happy? Is he a man that I can see a future with? Is he someone that I can see myself building a life with? Is he going to compliment my life? And I think that it's all questions now that I'm asking myself as to, is he good enough for me? Not, am I good enough for him? And I spent so much of my early twenties asking myself, am I good enough for him? Maybe if I work out more, he's going to like me more. 
Maybe if I get fake boobs, then I'll be able to date because guys like boobs. I spent so much of my 20s seeking that validation, wanting that validation, needing that validation. And now that I don't need that, it's put me in a really powerful position to meet someone that is incredible, that is going to complement my life. So that is what I'm hoping today is that you take away from this that you are beautiful, that you do have a lot to fucking offer. Sit down, list your strengths, list what you are incredible at, list your great qualities. If you're nurturing, if you're caring, if you're understanding my biggest fault, but also my biggest, I guess, biggest and best trait about myself is that I have the ability to put myself in another person's shoes. Sometimes it shoots me in the foot and it can be a really bad thing because I get too overly compassionate. But other times it really holds me in a really good position because I have that understanding. I have that really deep understanding and I can, I'm quite thoughtful and it holds me in a good position when I'm dating. So note down what you're good at. Have a look at your triggers. Have a look at your lessons from the past. Has there been a contributing factor to all of your relationships that you can circle and go, yep, that's me. That's my shit. I brought that into the relationship. And a lot of women say, oh, but he done this to me. Oh, but he done this and he stole this from me and he stole that time and he cheated and he done this and it's okay. Some, some of you are very much a victim and I fully get that and you have every right to think that. But try and look outside of that at what you done to get yourself in that situation. Was it that you overlooked the red flags at the start? Did you date someone hoping that he would change, hoping that you would be the woman to change him? And it turned out that that wasn't the case. And they do say that how you, how you lose someone is how you got them in the first place. Did you meet someone through that was already in a relationship and you thought, you know what, he's not going to do that to me and we have this amazing connection and he, he did end up, in fact end up doing it to you as well. So whatever it might be, look for the contributing factor, look for the lesson. Note down your strengths, know what you bring to the table, be confident in that. Have a good afternoon. It's been so lovely connecting with you all again. I feel like it has been a really jam-packed episode. I'm hoping that it's sending off some light bulb moments within your own life that you can take a really good look at yourself and be like, yep, that's, that's my strength. I am fucking gorgeous and I do have this. And I, you know, I have been a single mom, so I do have that strength that I can bring to the table of knowing that, hey, fuck, I can look after myself. It's a fucking powerful place to be. Don't downplay that. I'll see you in a few weeks for the next episode. Just before I jump off today, I would like to let you all know, thank you so much for leaving your beautiful voice messages. If you are on the Anchor app, you can actually leave me a voice message. If you have been listening to this on your Apple iTunes, it makes a huge difference if you leave a rating or review. So you can do that just by clicking into your little Apple podcast, finding my little uh, episode, I guess, or my little podcast and leaving a review or rating. I'm going to start reading out my ratings or reviews because I think that that's always a fabulous way to give back to the community of people on here that do listen and that do take place and, and really take something away from this. If you've taken something away from this and you think that it is powerful, don't be one of those people that keeps it to yourself. Share it. You can probably hear my little dog's footprints as she's trotting around me, but share it, share it with everyone, share it on your social media, share it to your Instagram. It's a great way for you to share your knowledge and not be one of those people that learns all these amazing things and bottles them up. Be a sharer, be a lover, share it on. Uh, if you would like to connect with me on Instagram, 
which is probably the easiest way to connect with me, you can at Layla Steed, L-E-I-L-A-S-T-E-A-D. I'm pretty good with getting back to my DMs, comments and connecting with people on there. It's such a huge, beautiful platform for me. And I genuinely do love sharing in that space. Uh, so please do, if you don't already follow over there, go and click follow or go and send me a little message or DM. It's always really nice to connect with people. And as we lead into Christmas, I don't know if I'm going to get time to record another episode, but I just wanted to say, if I don't, Merry Christmas, have a beautiful, safe Christmas with your family. Stay safe, stay safe on the roads. If you're traveling, stay safe out there, guys. But I will see you all soon.